Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. First one of the year with Frank Warren. How are we doing? How's your health? Uh, yeah, I'm getting there. Thanks, uh, Omar. Yeah, I'm all good. How's your, how's your old health? You good? I'm all, I'm all right, thanks. I only asked that because last time I spoke to no. you, you had problems with your back and your Achilles. So. I'm still having problems with my back and my Achilles, but it's better than it was. So I'm slowly but surely getting there. Okay, well, uh, I take it you will be present um, at Wembley Arena next weekend, Frank? I'm determined to be there. Determined. Okay. <laughs> well, someone else is going to need a lot of determination and willpower is Anthony Yard. We know this is one of the toughest assignments, not just in this division, but in any uh, weight class. He's one of the best pound-for-pound fighters, Arta Betabiev. Where would this rank, if Anthony Yard can pull this off, Frank, in terms of a British win ever, where would this rank? I think it's up there in the sort of top four or five, no doubt about that. And, you know, he's look, he's the... Bebetiev is the only guy who's got a perfect record. 18 wins, 18 knockouts, any champion. He's the only one who's got that perfect record. He's unbelievable, you know, he's an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable fighter, you know, quality fighter. But I feel Anthony, I think he's got the power. I think he's got the boxing ability and he's got the confidence to cause what the bookies would say is an upset. Mm. I genuinely think he's got a great chance of, of winning this fight. It'd be a t- it's tough. Don't get me wrong. It's tough. But I, I wouldn't have made the fight if I didn't feel that he had uh, a chance of winning it. Do you think his best chances, Anthony's best chances, are early on? Sorry, say it again? Do you think Anthony's best chances are early on? Does he have to get this done early? No, I, I don't know. I mean, he's a bit, you know, he's a different fighter. He's, a, you know, he's more measured. I mean, when you go back to look at the uh, Kovalev fight, I mean, he, he was in front on all the judges' cards and then went, went, you know, went for it. You know, it was like shit or bust. That's what he did. But he was in front anyway. Um, and he basically punched himself out. And I think that was a bit bit of um, naivety. That was his, uh, you know, lack of experience and so forth. But he's, he's a different fighter now. But he's got the same power. And he's got and he's got a very good jab. He's got speed, and he's got a big heart. As you mentioned, uh, Better BF comes in with a hundred percent KO KO record. He's quite an intimidating character as well. But we know Anthony Yard. He's not phased by anything. He's been to Russia, um, yeah. fought for a world title before. So that's not going to phase him, is it? No, it's not. It's not going to phase him. And uh, and 
I mean, it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a tremendous fight because they're both powerful punchers. I mean, I, I mean, one's got 100% rec, uh, knockout ratio. And Anthony, I think he's only two fighters, that um, two, uh, two fights he's lost. And he had, and as you know, the world champion, he had him all over the place. He was only about five, 10 seconds away from becoming the champion. What would it mean to you on a personal note? Of course, he nearly did it in Russia. We were all ringside when he nearly pulled off that uh, incredible win over Sergei Kovalev. Didn't quite get there. He started with you as a professional. Didn't really have much amateur background, as you always talk about. Started with you from day dot. If he does manage to bag three world titles next weekend, cause oh. calls a shock. What would that mean to you, Frank? Well, it's, that would have been an amazing journey for him and for me and for Tundi and, and James Cook, all the team. It's a really... You know, when you look at where he's at from a guy who's, as you said, had that such limited experience and what he's learned on the way, I mean, he's, he's a good learner and he's learned, you know, in the last couple of years, he's, he's, he's seems to me, he's, you know, he's more mature mentally and he certainly, uh, he certainly has so much self-belief. I mean, really does believe in himself. Um, and if he does it, I'm going to be, well, I can't tell you, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be running again, get my leg going and up and jumping and doing somersaults. And I hope I am because, uh, he, you know, he's a lovely fellow and I really like to see him do it for him and his family. He's had, you know, a lot of people had tough times and whatever. And he had, he had a very uh, awful time when losing members of his family when through COVID and so forth. So I hope that, it, you know, this will be a success story. We've done everything we can to win. And he's got to look at, you know, he's got to look at fighters in the past that have gone and done it. You know, like Danny Williams going, knocking over, Mike Tyson looking at big underdog when he went out to fight um, uh, uh, Deontay Wilder Tyson when he went out there the first time and the second time and, and, and done the job. Joe Kawasaki, Jeff Lacey, you know, Costa Zoo, Ricky Hatton, Frank Bruno, Oliver McCall, they all did it and they were all big underdogs. Well, yeah, that's live on BT Sport next weekend at Wembley yeah. Arena. Um, on the undercard, uh, much talked about professional debut of uh, Moses Italma. The hype started. We had a press conference for him, obviously, last week where he was uh, talking to the media. Um, yeah, a good talker, but uh, an excellent fighter from what we hear. And uh, yeah, professional debut next Saturday. We look forward to it. I certainly do. I mean, I've looked at the, you know, we've been sponsoring him for a couple of years now. And uh, I know he's been around sparring with most of the, most you know most of the uh, top heavyweights in this country and all the reports back from everyone has been like you know been glowing about him and if you look at him he was only 18 in uh december and you think he was sparring with some of the guys when he was like 16 and yeah <laughs> these are mature men and, and and big guys and uh to be in there and 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 you know and getting their respect says a lot about him and if you look at the you go on YouTube and you look at this uh, last year's uh, European and World Championships. I mean, the European, which he won, he knocked the four guys out, four guys out in the first round to win the title. And I think the second year, Worlds, knocked two out. I think put one on the floor and and the other one went to, went to, you know won the this was, but well won the fights. So he's a he's he's a bit of a you know I think he's a a, um, a really really good prospect. What I've seen of him, I love it. And I said that I know a few years ago with Daniel Dubois when same thing in the heavyweight division, and uh, you know this this boy's this boy's got uh, has done more as a junior amateur than Daniel's done, and I've, I've got to tell you something. I, I think he's ultra special. I think we you know, we're blessed at the moment with his heavyweight talent, 
and he is he is something a little bit special. Your son Francis, who manages him, believes that he can break the record, Mike Tyson's record, and become the youngest heavyweight world champion ever. Do you uh, share that sentiment, Frank? Well, you can time will tell with that, I and mean, it's you know in the pace you put him at as, as much as he's you know he can punch, he can box. He's also a young man, and what we don't want to do is burn him out. But he said to me, uh, Moses, that's what he wants. That's where he wants to be. And so we'll see. You know, we'll we'll put him on that path and we've got to do it, you know, uh, uh, and obviously be focused on on him developing as a as a professional fighter. But I've got to tell you something. He is he is I think he's something a little bit special. Well, I don't think I know he's a little bit special. There's no doubt about that. You know, so much so. I mean, uh, Francis, you know, who's been in Queen been at Queensbury with us for God knows how many years now, he's gone off and doing his own thing. In management, and uh, I, I think you know he's he's got he's got a gem there. He's got an absolute diamond gem, whatever you want to call it. He is he is something special, and uh, um, I hope what we've seen as him as an amateur will translate over to the professionals because he looks like a he looks like a pro and he acts like a pro and he's got a good mindset. Someone else who acts like a pro and has been doing so very well. Is Carol Tammy's older brother, who's also on yeah. next weekend uh, live on BT Sport, uh, fighting for his first title, WBC international title. So it's a big moment for Carol next weekend. It is for the family. And, you know, I mean, he comes from a tremendous background as well. You know, he won the, the youth Olympic gold medal and he's done everything that's been asked of him. He's, I mean, he's, you know, he, he had, I thought he boxed extremely well last time out. And this is his first title fight. And I'm hoping it's going to be the first of many. So the two brothers are on the bill. Uh, and that's going to be, you know, that's that, that's going to be great for the pair of them. But um, he's a good fighter. He's a very good fighter, Carol. And, uh, and I, again, I think he's going places. And uh, as chief support, you've got a WBA uh, flyweight world title fight between uh, Dalekian and Jimenez. Um, what are we expecting from this one, Frank? I think it's going to be a, a, you know, again, it's a quality fight. You know, um, uh, the Ukrainian is obviously with. Um, He's with the, uh, with um, Alex, who's with uh, is with Usyk. So you know it's, it's it's all part of this relationship that we're building and helping to make, you know to get us over the line with the big heavyweight fight. But it's great that it's on the card, and uh, and I, I mean we're all again all looking forward to it. Two world title fights on the show, and it's on, it's on BT on the subscription channel. That is next weekend. Um, let's talk about this weekend because you have actually got a fire in action uh, on Sky Sports box office. Um, Chris Congo obviously takes on your guy Echo Esserman. There's been a lot of needle in this one, Frank. Uh, back in Echo all the way. Of course, I am. I mean, he's done brilliantly, hasn't he? Since he's turned pro, he's done everything that's been asked of him, and uh, it's a tough fight. But you know, they uh, they won the purse bid, and uh, and that's part of boxing. Sometimes you've gone fight on somebody else's show, but he's more than capable of winning that fight. It's a tough fight, but he's more than capable, and uh, and my money's on him. Okay. Quickly, do want to get your thoughts on the main event as well. Obviously, two fighters that you know very well. Fond memories with Liam Smith you had. Maybe not yeah. perhaps the same with Chris Eubank Jr. Um, what are you expecting from this one between Liam and Chris? I think it's a, you know, on paper, it's a competitive fight. You know, um, what are one's 33, one's 30, I think Liam's 34 now, isn't 34. he? Yeah. Yeah. So, they're, you know, they're, they're obviously, um, for that weight division, they're, they, you know, they're obviously... Uh, older um i think liam's got the better resume he's uh you know he's fought a higher level he's been in with better quality fighters than chris 
Chris Eubanks Jr. has been. Um, Chris Eubanks Jr. has been touted for God knows how many years now as being a prospect. I mean, he's 33. By, then, by, by now, his dad had been retired and had, you know, he, I mean, had like 19, 20 uh, title fights. Um, I just think, although he's coming up a weight, I think that Liam has the capability to beat him with his experience and he's a good puncher. Okay, we shall see this weekend. Uh, Frank, uh, Ariel Hawani, obviously respected journalist in, in combat sports, put out a couple of days ago that he believes a deal has been done for the 25th of February uh, in Saudi Arabia between Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. So what can you tell me? Um, well, I'm hoping we got on, we'll have an announcement soon. But until it's, until it's done, it's not done. Okay, but Tommy's in camp and preparing. Do you know that? Yeah, I mean he's been trained. He's been training, and uh, his wife, you know, uh, that was uh, well, his partner was having a get uh, having a baby. So uh, obviously, um, he's got lots of things on his mind. But um, this is, you know, he's now he's got to get. You know, if we get this over the line, he's got to, you know, get out there and show what he's all about, Tommy. This means it's been going on for a long, long time now. And there's a lot of anticipation. Everybody wants to see, wants to see the fight. So that's great. And Jake Paul, I think, is a tremendous promoter and done brilliantly for himself and all what he's, um, he's selling himself. And uh, he's obviously taken out a proper boxing license now. He's now a licensed boxer. So if we if it's done, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, it's obviously going to draw a lot of eyeballs, that's for sure. Okay, look forward to it. In terms of uh, his older brother, Tyson, um, did you have a positive response on the first draft contract that you sent to his team? Now, we're at the moment, we are we are quite, I think I think we'll be quite close to announcing this. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, I'm not going to go into the details, but it's been a few little things that we've had to sort out, not not disputes or anything, just working out really what's, where the site is going to be. And that's really it. Okay, so from what you're saying there, the offers that you were expecting from the Middle East, they've actually materialised? No. Okay. Okay, so we could still see this at Wembley. Well, that's, if we, if we, if it doesn't move, that's where it'll go. I mean, it's as simple as that, but, you know, we've got to, you know, tight, the, the, the boxers obviously want to make the most they can from this fight, and I can understand that, and so we've got to, you know, we've got to respect their wishes and wait and see what happens. I'd love it to be at Wembley. I mean, I think, you know, it's, it, could you imagine the atmosphere and so forth? I'd love it to be there. But we're just uh, sitting waiting, but we're not be waiting too long. I think within the next, I hope, within the next uh, five, seven days, we will know where we are. Okay, perfect. All right. Any updates on uh, Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois? Uh, Joe will be fighting in April and Daniel will be out late, late April, maybe early May. That's where we are. We're, and we're quite close to announcing Joe's fight. Okay, brilliant. Well, you did announce um, Feb 17th. Uh, you're going back to your call. Um, yeah. David Adlai and Mark Chamberlain. I know tickets are on sale for that as well. So, yeah, big moments for them headlining that card, Adlai and uh, Chamberlain. It is. They get good exposure. I mean, we're all looking, you know, they, they, they will get great um, uh, great exposure. And, I, and, you know, David's done everything to ask of him. You know, it's his first title fight. He's 10 and 0 fighting a guy who's also 10 and 0, so it's going to be interesting. And Mark, you know, he's, he, he, I mean, he's a, he's an excellent fighter. And again, he's, uh, he's eager. And I think this year, both of them are going to be involved in, 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 in big fights. That's what we're moving for, providing they get through your call. Just to mention as well, yeah, Henry Turner uh, defending his WBC international title, which yeah. he won in Dubai 
uh, a couple of months back and and your favorite Royston Barney Smith on the card as yeah. well yeah yeah so you know it's a it's a good card it's a nice little nice little card that and uh, I'm looking forward to it so you know we're quite busy we're kicking off the year with a with a massive fight a massive fight you know nobody can complain about that one it's a big big show and uh and we're putting together some really big fights that we will be announcing you know over the next few weeks with all these heavyweights and, and other fighters so we're you know we're we're in a pretty good position at the moment and uh i think the fans are gonna hopefully and i'm sure they will like what we're gonna announce Okay, well, it sounds like a couple of press conferences involving two Furies are coming our way. So confident, finally, before we close off, Frank, those two fights that we talked about, Jake Paul and Tommy Fury and, and Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk, confident um, that those fights can get made and the fans will see them. Early. Yeah, I think, I think all, all parties want to, get, want to get it over the line, as I said earlier, and I am confident. Yeah, I'm very confident. Frank, thank you very much for your time. I'll see you next week, uh, hopefully when you can make it to Wembley Arena. God willing. I will. I'm good. Whatever happens, I'm going to hobble there. <laughs> okay, we'll hobble your way there. I'll see you there. All right. Thank you. All right. All the best. Thanks, Umar. Sports Social Podcast Network.